Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Boom, we're on. And today's guest, we've got Peril Davis. How are you, Peril? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Yeah, really good. Thanks. First of all, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Very interesting. Like, I've seen a lot of your TikTok videos. Very intrigued. Like, mm -hmm. Very outspoken, which I love. Like, for me, everybody should have free speech and mm -hmm. express their opinion. Mm -hmm. Some shit you've got, some stuff you've got shit for, some stuff you've got praise for. But this is life. No matter what you say, people are always going to take negatives or positives from it. But fair play for coming to the forefront speaking out about things that <laughs> I just I don't know we're living in a very softened generation where people are too scared we've got the cancel culture mm -hmm. but yourself your videos are popping off everywhere I know mm -hmm. you've had a few TikToks took down but <laughs> that's the way it is how are you I'm good um yeah no TikTok's been wild they always take away they always take down my videos but it's funny even if they kick me off the app like other people just post my clips so they just can't get rid of me that's where I seen your clips. Yeah. And then I tried to find you on TikTok and it was banned. And then I tried to go into another one. It was banned. <laughs> but I eventually got you on Instagram. Before we get into all the madness, it's just to find out a bit of understanding about yourself, mm -hmm. where you grew up and how it all began. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, I'm from Chicago originally, the suburbs. Um, I have nine siblings. And um, I started TikTok two years ago, maybe YouTube a year ago. And yes, yeah, going well so far. Yeah, well, your YouTube will plug straight away. 400,000, near enough 400,000 subscribers. Is that my pearly things? Is it? Just pearly things. Just pearly things. Yeah. Close. But that's, that's some amount of subscribers just for a year. Yeah. I mean, I'm maybe a year and a half now. Maybe a year and a half now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's... Um, it's funny. I did a lot of videos. Like, I think I have like 4,000 videos on my channel. So it was a lot of repetition where I would just like do the same thing over and over again. Why was that? To see what works? Um, I just feel like naturally I'm someone that's not overly like talented at things. And in my life, like I've always had to do things a million times to like get it. And I've just found if I do things like hundred I, I can just outwork people usually how old are you as a kid 
What? How were you as a kid, a child? As a kid. Growing up, yeah. Um, I was <laughs> I was really goofy. I was in I was very much um about sports. So I did three different sports. I did volleyball, basketball, and I ran track. Um, and that's pretty much all that mattered to me until I was like 21, 22. And I'm really family oriented. So um I have nine siblings. My parents own a software company. And um the what kind of got me into like the the red pill stuff was just seeing how a lot of people didn't have that like strong family unit. And um, I don't know, growing up, it was like good for me, I think. How was it in a family so big? Did you ever feel left out or was it so close that um, it felt loved? Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, sometimes, yeah. I mean, because my dad was is like very, is very successful. Like he does really well. So he was gone a lot growing up. But everyone in my family is very, like, achievement-oriented. And so it was always, like, even though we were from, like, a successful family, it was always known, like, you were going to work, you're going to work hard. And, um, yeah, you, you have to do good in sports or school or whatever it is you're passionate about. And my parents were really big on, like, following your passion, too. A lot of support then. Yeah, yeah, for sure. How do you think it affects you with the dad not being there? Because a lot of the girls, like... Because you've clearly got your head screwed on, but a lot of girls with the daddy issues, dad not being there, mm -hmm. turn to drugs, turn to strippers, mm -hmm. porn. Mm -hmm. like every porn star I've interviewed, every escort I've interviewed, mm -hmm. have struggled at home with mm -hmm. family members mm -hmm. being broken up. But did you ever, do you think that affects you as a kid? No. Um, I mean, I think there's a difference between like a dad not being there because he's like providing for his family. Like my whole life, my dad, he told me his only goal was to pay for all of his kids' college because he was in a lot of debt after college. Um, so I always knew he loved me. I always knew like that he was um, he was going to be there for the big stuff. But, I, you know, he had to build a business with like, I think he ended up employing like 300 people. So Yeah. And you've seen that at an early age that he was taking time away from his family to provide mm -hmm. for his family? Yeah. 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 He had, uh, he built half of his business was in India. So he would go there a lot growing up. That's mad though. Nine, nine brothers and sisters. Yeah. Well, it's a funny story. It's, I grew up, I grew up with six and I was the second to six. I was the oldest girl. Um, my mom actually got pregnant when she was 17 and, um, from my dad and they gave that kid up for adoption because they were so young and they like had only known each other a couple months. Um, they ended up getting married like five years later, but um, he grew up and then I didn't know he existed till I was 22. And then we like reunited with him and now like he comes to family stuff and whatever. And then um, they adopted three teenagers. So they adopted my second cousin, no, two of my second cousins um, when they were like 16. And then, then there was a kid on my brother's football team that was homeless. And so they had, it was kind of like the blind side if you've seen that, except yeah. there was no... NFL ending <laughs> but um yeah Chaz they adopted him and so then it was 10 total where does that come from that they wanted to help others um I actually I asked my dad this when he was on my show this summer um with my mom and like some of my other relatives our siblings and they just said it was kind of like they just they, they needed somewhere to go and my parents were the only ones that could do it. But that's kind of how they always were growing up. Like we always had like cousins living with us or like aunts, uncles. Like I can't even count how many people would stay with us for a summer or like 
the winter or a couple months, whatever it was. How were you at college? Is it college, university in America? It's college? Yeah. College. Um, what did I, you do there? Um, Gosh. I, I played three sports there. So I did volleyball, basketball, I ran track. And that was pretty much what I was obsessed with. So, um, yeah, I studied, I studied economics and business administration. Um, and then I got my master's or my market research certification too. And then my master's in psychology. I'm very educated, but I only really got this educated because I wanted to play sports. So, <laughs> Why does the psychology stuff come into play with sports? Oh, um... <laughs> I picked it because I thought it'd be easy. <laughs> it's difficult. So much fucking interest in the, the brain and psychology. And... No, I didn't really care about it. I yeah. just <laughs> and I, I actually did that when I came here. Mm -hmm. Was they were recruiting me to play, and in order to come to the UK, like I had to get a master's degree, and so I just was like, "What do I think would be easy?" And so I picked psychology. <laughs> when did you come to the UK? A year ago. So this is when you started your YouTube and stuff. Um, or did you start before you came over? Before. I started with reaction videos and then I started with the show in February. Stuff like Jordan Peterson. Is, I've seen a few of your reaction videos mm -hmm. of, but very interesting topics like relationships. Like, why you, why you like, go down that route and be so focused on like relationships, women, men? Mm -hmm. like, why was that the one that stood out to you the most? Um, well, it started with high value men. Um, that was Kevin Samuel's like talking point. And he would list like the attributes of a high value man or whatever it was. And minus the LinkedIn visibility level, like my dad fit that description. And I was just like, this is what you guys think like, <laughs> like this is like. Um, and then I kind of like dove more into the red pill space. So I don't know. I'm just nosy. Like I wanted to know what the boys were talking about. Because it started with like pickup and um, I don't know, like dating women. So it was really interesting to like see it from like the men's point of view. So Because every man is different. Every woman is different. We all see the world different. Like, yeah. For anybody that doesn't know the red pill, what is the red pill to you? Um, You're talking the Matrix here, blue pill, red pill <laughs> kind of. You know what's funny? I've never seen that movie. I, 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 they, I've, I've heard this term, but like it basically it means... Like men are told one thing about women and like how to be. So they're like, be nice to her, treat her like a queen, da, da 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 da. And women don't actually want that. Like we don't really like guys that put us on pedestals. Um, I think sometimes we think we do, but we don't. Um, and so it's like men basically seeing the world for what it really is. What do you think a perfect relationship is? Um, perfect relationship. I don't think there's such thing as a perfect relationship, but. I, I really liked seeing my parents growing up. Um, they, yeah, I don't know. My dad was just, like my mom always like followed my dad and I thought that was good. And I always thought that, I just think like relationships are hard work. And so I think the best relationships are when you have two people that like are willing to work hard and make it work basically. Yeah, love's a powerful thing is to love that person. We'll get into statistics and facts and with relationship breakups and percentages and all that in a bit, but love, like, does it exist? It's took me, like, we always search for it. It doesn't matter how successful you are, what you are in life, like, sitting here doing a podcast or mm -hmm. at college doing volleyball, like, we're always searching for something. And for mm -hmm. me personally, we're always searching for that other half. Do you think that other half exists? No. <laughs> no? Why? 
No, I just think life's about choices and trade-offs and all like I think it's kind of a lie that society tells us that there's like an other half or you have a person. I think you just pick. And life's about choices and trade-offs and no one's perfect and you kind of work with what you have and you try to find people with similar values to you and that's all you can really do i watched uh, black mirror there was an episode and it was a uh, relationships mm-hmm. people used to meet but they had like a little clock both mm-hmm. used to press and it to tell them how long they would spend with each other oh, i've seen that episode. it was either 24 hours a year five yeah. years and it was they kept going through that even though the news some relationships were wrong until mm-hmm. they eventually met their soulmate and it was interesting because we kind of do this here meet people whether it's one date mm-hmm. 10 dates 100 dates like we consistently keep meeting people. Everybody would, even men, some men want to be successful so they can get the good looking girls. Not every man, no. Mm-hmm. But everybody defines success differently. Mm-hmm. Everybody de- defines how much money is enough. Or everybody, we see the world differently. But I think, man, the relationship stuff's very tricky, especially now. It's, everything's so easy to get, get energy from mm-hmm. or contact with a girl on any app. Mm-hmm. If you want to meet somebody, it's, it's for you maybe. Yeah. A lot of a lot of guys have trouble with that. Do you think so? One out of three men are either virgins or haven't had sex in the past year under thirty. That's hard to believe, especially with this day this day and age. Well, yeah, because uh, how tall are you? Five ten. Five ten. That puts you top like twenty five percent of men. Average guys five eight, maybe thirty. Why does that put women off? Do you think shorter men? Um, I think it's because we have an instinct like to be protected. So, like, I think it's just, like, natural, the same way that, like, men are repulsed by women with high body counts. It's, like, the same thing. What do you think of porn? Of porn? Yeah. I've never seen porn. Yeah, why? Why? Because, I don't know. I feel like you should avoid things you can become addicted to. Um, And it's kind of interesting. I feel like porn has saved a lot of marriages because the dudes don't cheat. as much um i don't really have a strong opinion either way i think it's like you should just be careful of anything you can get addicted to is my opinion because one bad addiction can ruin your life and so that's why as many things as like i can just stay away from that i could be addicted to i try yeah because it darkens the amygdala and the brain porn oh does it so people see the world differently and i think it's over 88 percent of porn is sexual abuse Oh, wow. I didn't yeah, know that. so that's why I think a lot of people gravitate towards it because it's mm-hmm. rewarding the brain. It's mm-hmm. a reward system. So if they're people are masturbating, whatever, mm-hmm. and it's fucking with their brain, and then mm-hmm. we see people's objects. Mm-hmm. We don't see them as human beings. Mm-hmm. But it's fucked up. Like, what about sexual energy exchange? Do you know about that? Like people having sex and mm-hmm. the exchange that comes with that. Do you believe that can because I've watched some of your videos and that's mm-hmm. where why I reached out with mm-hmm. I think is it five if a woman sleeps with five men mm-hmm. it lowers her chances of having a happy marriage is that correct mm-hmm. how did you how do you know this um Rolo Tomasi yeah do you know who that is no he did a whole episode on like the effects of body count and he links all the studies in it um and that's one of the ones he talks about so what about body count so if a girl's been with five men it lowers her chances mm-hmm. from is it 80% to yeah, if she's a virgin, it's 80% after 10 years. If she's slept with five or more, it's down to... I thought it was 25. I used to say 25, it's 30%. I got that 5% off. But um, yeah, I mean, but for guys, it's funny. Like their marital satisfaction goes up. Like it's the best when they're both virgins. But like a dude, if he's slept with like... I can't remember the exact number, but it's like roughly four. 
And then roughly 10, the dude that has had 10 partners is happier than the dude that had four. <laughs> I don't know that. I mean, I think it's just common sense. Yeah. Like, I, I, a lot of stuff that I say, I feel like it's just common sense. Like, men always have been able to sleep around. Women always haven't been able to sleep around. And just because we have birth control now and we can do it, it doesn't, you can't undo biology. The same way women are attracted, attracted to success, height, muscles, like, they don't tell us not to be attracted to those things, but they tell men they can't be repulsed by hoes. But you can't undo, like, biology. But back in the day then, women were virgins, were apparently. Like, everything we read could be all bullshit, but <laughs> they say they were virgins. Men used to get, people used to get married off 16, 17, have mm -hmm. kids with that women. Do you think that's why relationships lasted longer? Because mm -hmm. there was more of a, a, bo a bond? Um... Yeah, you can, well, I just think there is consequences. Like, I just think there, there's shitty people and there's good people. But if you take away consequences, more people do the wrong thing. So when birth control was developed in the 1960s, like, that allowed women to sleep around. If more women get the opportunity to sleep around because they can't get pregnant, more of them are going to do it. And then you pay them to be single mothers. You put in no-fault divorce. You, you take away all the consequence. And so even like people that, you know, might be on the fence about leaving their husband if they're getting paid to do it. Bye. Uh. <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Why do you think so many people are cheating now? Um, I mean, I think people have always cheated. <laughs> I mean, I think 8,000 years ago, it was like 17 women to every one man. So men have always had multiple girls, always, throughout all of history. It's um, crazy though because you've got some marriages who can have four wives. You get some men who struggle to keep fucking one. Like, who? What's right or what's wrong? Like, there's so much information out there. For yeah. it confuses people. Yeah. But like, I believe it confuses people. That like, even with the porn thing and people watching porn, people having relationships. And when I was growing up, it was cool to fuck as many birds as you want. It was cool, and that was me to get numbers on the, on the bed post and have a number and beat this number. <laughs> the biggest shagger not realizing the extent it has in your mind because it never makes you happy and mm -hmm. my own opinion like it never made me happy it made me happy for that really couple. you hefner looked pretty happy yeah but again like <laughs> was he though do you know what i mean like yeah i get you <laughs> do you know what i mean like is it's kind of seedy as well like because we're we're glorifying people like this like mm -hmm. where it's cool and people mm -hmm. always women but maybe I was fucking maybe he was the happiest man on the planet but <laughs> it just doesn't feel, feel normal in my own opinions I've got older and a bit wiser and yeah. educated myself on certain things and it's mm -hmm. to see the world a bit differently but who fucking knows uh -huh. what's your lo longest relationship um, it was two years and how was that for you it was good it was cool 
Have you been broken hearted yourself? Oh yeah, of course. That's painful <laughs> in itself, eh? Yeah. And then, even all researching we can do and all the research, do you think that helps with someone who come into your life now or do you think it will make you more paranoid? Um, no, I mean, I think the more trauma you've gone through or like heartbreak you've gone through, the worse it is like in the future. I mean, I like to think I'd learn from it and like get better in the future, but I just think in general, like the less, like my parents have only been with each other and only dated each other. And I just think it's better when they don't have exes, <laughs> you know, like that's not good for any relationship. Do you think men can change? No. Well, yes. Yes, um, I think they usually get worse over time. I think people, I, it's funny, I asked my dad this because he didn't like one of my ex-boyfriends. And <laughs> um, I asked him, I was like, do you think people like get better? Do they change? And then he's like, yes, they get worse over time, typically. <laughs> it's scary to think, though, that if you're getting worse over the years, like men cheating, they say, yeah. what is it the same? Lepers can't change their spots. Where as if they can't change, but people do change. People do make changes. I've made changes, mm -hmm. but I still question the old me. Like mm -hmm. with the drinking drugs, because every mm -hmm. day I still think, mm -hmm. "Fuck it," mm -hmm. getting drink, getting coke, or just yeah. getting having a mad one. Like, yeah, but you still are who you are. You just don't do those things anymore. Yeah, and I think most people go back to what they know. I think there's exceptions, and maybe you are, but I think like most people. I'll give you an example. Most people get fatter over time. <laughs> Like, I'm a prime example. <laughs> I think the metabolism shows down as well. But you just you get to a stage as well. You can't be asked. You get comfortable. Yeah. But you see men and women running in marathons in their seventies and eighties. Like some people get better. Yeah. Some people but... get better. But what do you think that? Is? Do you think that society's needs that as people got older, like you said, they decline. They stop looking after themselves as much. They start putting on weight. They mm -hmm. stop exercising. They're eating good foods. That. Like, mm -hmm. What what do you think that is? Why do people just settle? Um, I think there's like a lot of motivation to like look good for the opposite sex when you're dating and it's like early. And I think a lot of people get comfortable. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That's my opinion. I mean, I'm young, so maybe I'll maybe I'll learn things over time. But I, I just think like and a lot of women, they get the kids and then they get fat. They get the kids and then they get fat. That's what they do is they'll they'll convenient. I just think it's convenient. I just think it's mad convenient when you got the ring or you got the kid or whatever you wanted. Now you get fat. Now you put on 100 pounds. That's that's mad convenient. What do you think of marriage? Oh, of marriage? Oh, I think it's the best institution for families, but I think the government ruined it. Yeah. If I was a dude, I would have a really hard time getting married. Because it sounds like it fucked, basically. Yeah, I, I would... It's basically like a bailout for a woman's bad decisions now because it's like no matter what I do as a woman, like there's always a bailout. If I sleep around, become a single mother, the government bails me out. If I get married and decide, you know what, I'm not feeling it. I'm going to leave my husband. I can take half and the kids and put you on child support. Like it's like whatever women do, we're always bailed out. Like there's if I, if I become homeless, what happens? There's a million women's shelters. There's not a million men's shelters. Yeah, that's why you see more men on the street. Yeah. Do you think men have got it? Because everybody's wanting equal rights. Everybody's wanting all the... For me, as a, I like the old school models. I like mm -hmm. me being out providing and mm -hmm. the wife. I've not been ever been married, but I've, <laughs> in my mind, the wife at home with mm -hmm. the kids cooking and mm -hmm. coming home and it's family time and the dinner's there. Like, mm -hmm. That's my method. But 
if you say that to a woman now, they think, nah, you're a feminist or you're this, or you're that. And mm-hmm. it's just what I believe that mm-hmm. uh, there's nothing wrong with a man providing for mm-hmm. his family. I think it gives a man purpose. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's sad, but. And a lot of times, like, girls don't want to come down in lifestyle in order to, like, stay home with the kids. So they won't, you know, go a month, like go a couple months without getting their nails done. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like they want to work because they want a certain lifestyle. When like my my um, dad's side, my dad was one of 13 and my my grandpa was a firefighter and my grandma stayed home. And it was like they just had a very like low standard of living and they never really got to travel. They never really got to do a lot of stuff. What do you, how do you think? Do you think men have got it hard in this generation? Yeah, I mean... Yeah, the the laws are completely against men, and like you can't say anything as a guy nowadays. Days and yeah, no, I th- I think men have it much harder than women. I think women live life on easy mode till they're like forty five. <laughs> how do you? How does that? See when you speak about stuff like this, how does a woman react to what you say? Well, they they just take it in and really respect me and just are super excited that I'm playing this <laughs> out <laughs> because I, it's just life like we. I always say this, but there's no blueprint or manual how the fuck we should be living it. Like, right. Who says, like, even the shit that we're talking like, who says it's right or wrong? Or we see the world differently and it's mm-hmm. just everybody's conditioned to be well, leaving something different. And I'm not even against, like my mom worked growing up. It wasn't like she was just at home with us. Um, like, I don't, I don't think there's one blueprint for relationships, but it's about choices and trade-offs. And the thing is we tell women they can have everything. Like, oh, you want a guy that will never cheat on you ever? Oh, but he can also be super hot and rich. Okay, good luck. <laughs> good luck. Yeah. Like, that, you might find one. And, like, my dad was always faithful to my mom. But, like, as far, you know, as, far as I know, they, they'll always say in the comments, no, he wasn't. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, you know, life's about choices and trade. And they want to get him when they're, like, 32. It's like, okay, good luck. <laughs> What, what age would you think would be the best time to get married? Is a high percentage of people who get married young or is it mm-hmm. higher when they get older? You know, the numbers say it's like between like 25 and like 28 apparently are like the highest. But then it's also like women under the age of 25 that have never lived with a guy before. They have really high rates. So I don't know, probably, probably before, probably before 28, 29. And now it's more women are cheating who are in a relationship? Um, there is more studies now that say that like women cheat more. I mean, I just think like people are people and men cheat, women cheat. Like that's not really like we like I, I don't think one's better than the other. I think more men probably would cheat if they could. But if one in three men like men have to work to get sex, women can just walk outside and say, is anyone down? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and so I think if something's easier to do, more people will do it. And I think women are better at lying. That's true. <laughs> Mum's very good at it. How? Why do you think people cheat? Uh, because they're horny. Selfish needs. No, I just think they're horny. I think I think women like it's typically because they don't see their husband as the best they could have did. And so it's like I feel like women. It's like. Their husband doesn't, or boyfriend, whatever it is, doesn't have something that they, like, want. And they don't really respect him. Because a girl, if she really respects a guy, she's never cheating. She's never, like, she won't even go there because she's too afraid to lose him. But, like, at the end of the day, she's not afraid to lose him. I think men, I 
like if you put most guys in a bad situation with a girl that's just willing and there. I think even great men would say, yeah, because guys are just like that. But temptation's always for both sides. But again, if you truly love that person, and for me, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter who puts it on you. Mm-hmm. You tell them to fuck off because I've no respect for them. If they know you've got a partner and someone mm-hmm. tries to put it on you, mm-hmm. for more opinion now as I've got older, mm-hmm. and if you don't tell that person to fuck off, then mm-hmm. for me, then you have no morals for yourself mm-hmm. because you become an easy target. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I don't disagree with you, but again, I just think life's about choices and trade-offs and like men I just think are biologically predispositioned to sleep with a lot of women and it might happen <laughs> what about monogamy do you believe it exists yeah I, pre- I mean I prefer it like I think that's the best you know for families but I, I just can't undo what is and all, throughout all of history it's been a lot of women it's like 40% of men have reproduced historically where 80% of women have so it's always been two women to one guy yeah, so, so it's like, I prefer it. I think it's better for families. I grew up in a monogamous household, but it's like modern women are side chicks because if you look at dating app data, they only swipe right between like 5 and 20% of the time where men swipe right 60% of the time. And so it's a very small percentage of men that are sleeping with all the women. Do you think that's because men don't have enough respect for themselves or do you think it's just in their DNA to be, like you see, horny to then... Um, I think it starts with the women. I mean, women control access to sex. Men control access to relationships. I think it's like a lot of women batting out of their league. So they're like fours, fives, sixes, sleeping with the eights, nines, and tens. (laughs) And then they think they're on that level, but they're not. Yeah, because I've seen one of your videos and it was talking about a man and a woman are together. Uh They're in a relationship, but that man finds out she's been with three of his friends. (laughs) Like Men struggle with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know what's funny? I ask guys this all the time. I'll be like, okay, you get, I'll ask you as a guy. Yeah. Okay? Cool. You get two choices of girls. Okay. One girl has slept with, let's, let's give her, mm, let's give her four. <laughs> You're one of them. The other three, three guys you know personally. Okay. You, you know them. They're in the town. You kind of see them walking around or, or 15 but you will never meet them, never run into them in your life. You you don't know who they are, who you pick in. 15 all day yeah, long. Yeah, that's yeah. The, <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's the, the the always the answer I get from guys. Yeah, but you've got to be honest as well. But psychologically, <laughs> why is men wired up that way? Like every boy, every friend I know, like, there's insecurities everywhere in their mind. It's not insecurities. I mean, you can't undo biology. Um, you guys had to ensure paternity historically. So if you if you had a kid, are you the father or not? And now they're saying um, at DNA testing places, they took polls from all of them. And one out of three of the samples that were sent, it said they were not the father. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that's the thing. And you know what's crazy? That's not illegal. I think a girl should be sent to jail. If you if you know he might not be the father, like, come on, you have a type. You you know, damn, what, like, come on, come on. If you know he may not be the father and he, he spends 10 years raising a kid that's not not his, he, you should go to jail. I stand by that. That that is that is worse. I think that that is like the worst thing you can do to a guy. That if you thought it was yours. Yeah. Yeah. And it's legal. What do you think the main cause of breakups? Are now cheating? Is that the main mm. one? 
Or do people just fucking lie to themselves? Like, no, I think women leave. Women leave 70 to 80% of the time, 90% if they're college educated. I think the women, I like genuinely think it's women's fault. <laughs> why though? Why? Because like it all it all started to switch when we we changed because birth control was developed in the 60s. And if you look at um birth like the rate of women taking birth control and the rate of the divorces it's 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 mad it's like the same it's a, it's literally like the divorce rate went up right when women started taking birth control so it started with the the hoes <laughs> do you think if people had more respect for themselves relationships would flourish families would flourish then well it depends what position you're in like i think there's like two types of girls so like the one issue that I see in churches a lot where they're like promoting not sleeping around or whatever is that like they're telling girls that used to be hoes to like wait till they're married. Good luck. Are you going to wait till you're married no. with a girl that has, you know, slept with 20 people? No. <laughs> Who's going to do that? Would you wait till you're married for a virgin? Maybe. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. If you know it was going to be forever lasting, mm-hmm. but again, how can you judge that? If you come into a relationship with somebody mm-hmm. and you, you were told at the start of schooling, listen, everybody stays a virgin because if you find your partner, your life's going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. But how do, you, how do we know that we can sleep with that person? Because every time, I, every, if I fuck like a girl back in the day, mm-hmm. I lose respect for them instantly. Mm-hmm. That was more insecurities. That was more. It wasn't insecurity. Do you not it's think not, so? No, no. It and looking for excuses and looking for flaws to then end that all the time. No, I mean, I think you're biologically predispositioned to not like easy girls. <laughs> it just is what it is. Yeah. And so what I see is like in the church, they'll try to like rebrand. And I couldn't figure I couldn't figure out why because I remember listening to chastity speakers when I was younger. I grew up in Catholic school, and I couldn't rem- I couldn't figure out why I thought they were full of shit, but I just did. <laughs> and like what girls will do is like they're running out of time, and so they'll try to like rebrand themselves as a good woman. Like I just had a girl on my podcast yesterday tell me that she cheated on her husband with a child with a dude that or with her sugar daddy while her husband was babysitting her kids. And now she's in the church, and but she's a good woman now. I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> like, Do you think a lot of people act different when they're still the same person without really doing internal work to become better? I feel like you always... Okay, I'll give you an example. So when I was in college, I used to drink. Like, um, I mean, you been, I don't know. I don't know how colleges are here, but in the US, like, it's very much like you play flip cup, beer pong, yeah. you, know, you know. And after college, I was like, you know what? I'm going to stop drinking. I just, I just like stopped. Right. 
And because my thought was I'm young now. It'll probably be easier to quit now. I don't want this to become a problem. I'll just, I'll just stop. There's always going to be a part of me that wants to drink. That, that still is part of who I am. And once you do something like, like I feel like you're, that part of your brain, it's always there. And you can choose not to do it, but there's always like a higher risk you're going to do it again. It's the same thing with like girls being hoes. They, they can stop doing it, but there's always a part of them that's going to be ho. It's crazy though to think that. Same thing, like you said, you used to do drugs or whatever. Drugs, gambling, Don't, Aren't there days where you're like, you're like, fuck it, I'm, I'm just going to leave this and go back to doing Every it. Every fucking day. Yeah, yeah. And so if a girl dates you, like she knows that's a risk. That is who you are, yeah. but you just make different decisions now. Yeah. So, Everything's choices. I just yeah. know how good my life is not being that person. Yeah. But every day still, you still, it's easy to yeah. self-medicate because the stresses of pressure, trying to be successful, trying to be a better person mm -hmm. is a stress in itself. Making changes is a stress. Yes. It's easy not to give a fuck. It's easy to take yeah. lines of coke and fucking alcohol and shag every... I just know how much it was destroying me because yeah. I knew it wasn't working. I mm -hmm. thought it was cool. It was mm -hmm. cool for a while mm -hmm. until then one sleepless night comes into three, four and then depression and then overthinking. Mm -hmm. And the thing about life is nobody saves you. Nope. You need to fucking dig deep yourself. If you're a man. Yeah. <laughs> they'll, yeah. Save, they'll save you if you're a woman. Yeah. Shout out to the simps. <laughs> <laughs> how was it for, like, for your, when your TikTok now started getting bigger? Like how did, what was the first video that blew for you? Oh gosh. You know what's funny? I, I was on TikTok for something completely different. Like I did house videos, family videos. I did breakup quizzes. Like I had a whole content before this um i would say the first tiktok video that went viral was a clip of me telling this feminist or like red pill video that went viral was a clip of me telling this feminist that like we need men where she was like no we don't need men and i and i was like who do you call to get your car fixed who do you call when you're like your toilet breaks down like and that's the thing women are so entitled nowadays that we aren't even thankful for the world that men built for us like all throughout history you think you could just walk home alone at night and be safe like it's a privilege to be able to be a single woman like that is a privilege because all throughout history like you couldn't do that why do you think it like, there's so much divide now and people like for me there's two genders for me there's male and female like uh -huh. there's two genders and mm -hmm. if you want to be whoever you want to be and so be it but for me there's male female mm -hmm. like that's it like science it's mm -hmm. genes it's dna mm -hmm. it's like there's you can't go against that like mm -hmm. it's facts but why do you think so many people are now becoming confused so many different people are now arguing that like, i want to be fucking known as a tree or whatever like transgender like if you want oh if, like the, like the the trans thing yeah like, be who you want to be but don't force agendas onto other people like why is people so money like when you go down a certain route and if you don't believe what they believe then you're fucking hated upon like i don't know i think it's just money you think so yeah i think there's money in being a victim there's money they can make off of trans people i just think yeah money what do you and think of that? Because now in schools you've got, um, not transgender, you've got... Jail. Jail time. Yeah. Anyone that teaches a kid about that transgender shit, jail time. Yeah. I swear to God, you got to get these weirdos out of the schools. Because it's not, not transgenders. The, the dress up is women. Um, what the fuck is that? Story time, they call it, but they're dressed, men dressed as women. Yeah. And they'll get into schools and they'll read to the kids and... Mm -hmm. Nah, oh the drag queens. Drag queens. Yeah, not jail time. 
jail time. Why would you like why would you confuse a child? Like that's what I don't get. Because I just think kids should be protected. And I think the schools are like brainwashing the kids. And they they want them. Like I remember I found out my little sister, my little sister is in like sixth grade. And this is at a Catholic school. So that's a little bit more conservative than a regular school. But even there, they were showing my sister CNN. Why are you showing my sister CNN in sixth grade? What, what A sixth grader? What does she need to know? about? It's like CNN kids. I'm like, the kids need to watch the news now? What the? Why on earth do they need to know what's going on in the world at 10, 12, or whatever you're in sixth grade? I don't know. But <laughs> the, the schools will condition you from a young age to whatever they want to condition you to believe and see. World War Ones, mm-hmm. Twos, mm-hmm. the news, drag queens telling story times, like whatever agendas getting pushed at that time Mm -hmm. then they'll flood the kids minds because the first six years or seven years is the most active in the brain for kids Mm -hmm. this is when they'll adapt to their brain where they'll start seeing the world whatever they've been taught even disney films you go back to disney films everybody's watched disney films (laughs) we've got that's that's how delusional women started disney prince charming and fucking (laughs) men and shine armor you're gonna be a you're gonna be a broke girl in the (laughs) in the where with a horrible mother it like and then a prince is just gonna find you okay (laughs) but people believe that an average chick people believe that because every disney film's either been raised with a stepmom stepdad broken home yeah they get raised from what is cinderella one to ten like a six a six you tell me a six got prince charming fine stop it stop it give me a nine (laughs) but why do we believe all that shit (laughs) <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like the, that's a good story. That's a that's the thing about movies. All the best like films. Once you see this, you can't unsee it. All the biggest films, like for women, it's like an average, slightly above average chick getting a guy that's eight, nine, or ten. Like like t- Fifty Shades of Grey. What's that girl? One to ten. Six. <laughs> Christian Grey, multi-millionaire. Nine, ten. <laughs> Why do you think women are so infas- fascinated with like Fifty Shades of Grey and stuff? Um. It's like the, I think Rolo had a, a stream on this. I can't remember, but um, I, I just think it's like the, like girls want a guy that's like, has like the dark side. That's like, you know, the, the, that stuff. <laughs> but then also is like the guy you can take home to mom and dad. It's not real. It's like, wait, you're going to have a guy that's really great in bed doing all this, you know, stuff. And also also you can bring him home to mom and dad and he's like the cookie cutter boyfriend. Okay. Fantasies. (laughs) It's like one or the other. What do you want? Like, it's not real. What do you think of Jordan Peterson? Oh, I love him. I just saw him speak a couple of days ago. Where was he? Um, He he was at some theater in OVO Theater. Is that what it's called? Yeah. I think. I, I don't know. But... He he convinced me to stop drinking. That was like part of the reason I stopped was because he had this video about thinking like long term about it. And I was like, I've only had this habit like three years, four years, maybe. I was like, I could probably quit now. It'll probably get worse <laughs> if I keep doing it. So I'll just stop. It's the most glorified drug on the planet. No weird. Yeah, we accept it. It's kind of weird that alcohol is the one that we we accept out of all of them you've got to think of the mistakes it's made from it it's a poison but it comes from the arabic word alcohol which means ghoul which means body eating spirit mm-hmm. so they say when you that's why they call it spirits vodka because when you're drinking it yeah so apparently your soul leaves the body and the entities from the spirit then take over people black out 
people sleeping with people they wouldn't normally do. Like everybody mm -hmm. makes mistakes. Majority of men are in prison, were either intoxicated by drink or drugs. But it's just the mistakes that's made from because you're not in a conscience frame. Mm -hmm. Your judgment's not your judgments mm -hmm. there's nowhere to be seen. Mm -hmm. Like I don't know how many times I've woke up next to girls and I thought, fucking hell, like was it a whale? Was it a whale? <laughs> Fucking good few times, uh, you know what I mean? You're like, ah, oh, shit. Let's see. Thank you, what the fuck? And that, now you know what that whale thinks? That whale thinks she's on your level and you're like, oh no, oh no, sis. No disrespect to anybody, but standards drop. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you don't give a fuck what you're doing with life and like, it's not just relationships with girls, it's also when the drugs kick how, in. How low did you go? Three, two? <laughs> as low as I could as it, to get anybody involved, do you know what I mean? Like, uh, and the bullshit that comes from your mouth, you actually believe the shit that you talk. And I, like, I was at a, I still go to events and stuff and everybody's fine for an hour, two hours. The fucking change, high-pitched, grabbing, just talking yeah, yeah. more shit and everybody thinks, every man thinks they're a gangster, every man thinks he's 50 shades of grey. But when you break it all down, if you actually sit with men in a room and just have a discussion, you tend to see that I believe men are becoming more sensitive than women. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's because women told them that's what we wanted. You know, it's funny. The only time women advocate for men is when it benefits us. When they're telling the, like, 5% of guys to be more emotionally available, they don't really want that. They want, like, the 5%, 10% of guys that don't give a shit about them to be emotionally available. That's what they're saying. But... Do most men need to be more emotionally available? No, come on. <laughs> Why do you think suicide rates higher with men? Um, because men have harder lives. So. Because they, I don't know, because men are told from an early age they ain't shit. And if they can't perform, the world tells them quick. So, like, there are men that don't even know what it's like to be, like, the amount of offers that I've gotten in the DM, very weird. Here, stop sending me them, guys. Like, it's, but it's, it's like, sad to me. Like, I'll hear stories like, I'm, I'm addicted to hookers because I've never had a girl interested in me in my life, ever. I've never had a girl even, like, express interest in, like, talking to me. Like, they, they don't even, and so, yeah like and i think men like imagine your life if you never had a woman ever interested in talking to you would you really feel a lot of purpose then a woman's not one to talk to you if you're fucking fucking hookers every night of the week as well do you know what i mean like for any man can like i believe any man can change any woman can change mm -hmm. obviously when we make changes the old habits and patterns are still there yeah like i still think about drinking drugs and casinos and, yeah because there's always signs mm -hmm. but it's not acting on it's not having the same impulse mm -hmm. you can make changes like mm -hmm. for men who girls don't want to look at then fucking make changes mm -hmm. get yourself to the gym look after yourself a little bit more and start believing a little bit more and whether the law of attraction you can visualize the perfect woman coming into your life this and that but if you're a low vibrational being if you're mm -hmm. fucking hookers if you're drinking mm -hmm. if you're taking drugs if you're doing anything mm -hmm. to an excess mm -hmm. You're not mm -hmm. in a good place. I believe everything's frequencies and energies. and mm -hmm. But again, you can fuck with your energy if you're doing bad things. Mm -hmm. like even social media, mm -hmm. it's so fucking deluded. Mm -hmm. I crave it sometimes. Mm -hmm. Some likes, some comments, mm -hmm. a video that pops. And then you feel good for mm -hmm. 10 minutes. And then it's straight on trying to get the next one. But it's mm -hmm. confusing. Like, there's just so much shit out there. Like everybody's heads are 100 mile an hour. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I believe anyway. But for men that... Like, do you, do, somebody said that the, the suicide rate in women's rising as well though the what the suicide for women was rising oh well, yeah it's like 
I mean, I think it's over women that make between 50 and 75,000 a year and make over or like make over 50,000 and are over like 45 are the most depressed and lonely and are single. Sorry. Do you think that's what it comes down to as well? Loneliness? Because we go back to tribalism days and feeling part of a family or having someone to talk to. Like there's just, people just seem, even if you walk along London, mm -hmm. nobody looks fucking happy. Oh yeah, I had this, um, when I first got to London, I had this TikTok series. This was before I was big on red pill stuff. But I would be like, I'm going to say hi to like 10 people on the street in London and like see how many say hi back. <laughs> because I just know, I'm from Chicago and the Midwest is a little bit more friendly. But here's... It's funny. I love London, but I couldn't tell you one reason why. I, I really couldn't. I think I just built the show here, so I like it, but I couldn't. Not, not one. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Like in Scotland, people are... It's not like people aren't friendly. I just think people are so caught in the rat race here. Yeah. Things are so expensive. They need to work extra hours. Mm -hmm. They're drinking more coffee. They're Every night, every office workers are in the pub every night just drinking, drinking, drinking. Mm -hmm. Like... You're escaping from reality. Like, I don't know what the fuck life is, mm -hmm. whether it should be working 95 or mm -hmm. whether you should be in a public. Maybe I've got it wrong. Mm -hmm. Maybe I've made changes and I've done it wrong. I just know I feel better. I just know I smile more. Yeah. I still know I'm full of shit. I still know I can manipulate people. I still know I can talk mm -hmm. shit What's to that. What's Stonewall? It's just people working a nine to five oh, and okay, okay. people drinking. And yeah. I don't, I just, do you ever feel confused? What do you mean? About like, what? Just life. No. Nah. How was your day daily routine? It's pretty good now. Chilled. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. It was so stressful when I was building the show, but I've like hired people now, so I get to every day I just wake up, get ready for my show. <laughs> so let's talk about your show. How many times do you do it a week? Three, four times? Four. That's a fucking lot. Yeah, it is a lot, but that's all I do now. So I, I get to do it as a full I'm so grateful, honestly. I think most people don't actually get to do something they love for money. And I I think it's really cool I get to do that. And how there's sometimes you've got seven people, eight people, nine people on your show. Like how do you manage that? Um, so I did it all myself at first. That was the hardest part. If you ever want to do a live show, that that will be the biggest problem you will have is getting guests. That oh my God, that was hell. Um, I'm really good at it. I will say flex, but, <laughs> um, but I've always been that person that just knows people, but yeah. So now I have a recruiter do it for me. Um, and we're switching to an agency soon, but, um, uh, when I started, I just recruited through Instagram. So I would just like, look at who people followed. And then like, I started with my school and then I'd like, live like a dude, I would always go for the dudes that like, I knew a lot of women liked. And I would look at who they followed because I was like, they have to follow pretty girls. And then boom, just message a million people. And then eventually you get between four to eight, I would say, is what I shoot for. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. What's your biggest pod what's your biggest show? Like in terms of views, views. or um I think one got like a hundred and thirty thousand views. And what was that topic? Um broken women equals a broken society. And it was um I was arguing with some girls about body count. 
Um, and they were saying, and they also believed in like the gender stuff. Or there, there was some. <laughs> what do you think? What's the average body count for people like twenty five just now? Do you know? Oh gosh, I don't know. It depends. I mean, it depends where you go. I think. I think the cities would probably be higher. The countries would probably be lower. Less men to choose from, less women to choose from. If you're outside cities, just less people to be with. Yeah, and it's weird. There's some communities like Mormons or like uh, Westboro Baptist. I watched a documentary about Mormons and they fucked up. There was a guy that kept, like, he believed he was a god. Yeah. And they had like fucking six to 70 wives. I don't, I, I don't know. What the, I just know like, I don't know. I don't know what the average body count is. I ask people this on the streets all the time, and I hear something from like 10 to 40 <laughs> in London. For so, women? Yeah, that's, I ask people, but I ask them 31 year olds because that's the average age of first marriage in London or in the UK. So on the streets, and I think that's the most like honest answers you'll get when you go on the streets asking like how many. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I think that's more honest than a survey. Because, like, I think women lie. And so, like, I, I think the most honest you'll get. Yeah. So I, I would say between um, 25. Um, I don't know. There's a lot, though, isn't it? I like, understand it's okay for men to fucking women can't. Yeah. Isn't that? Both are just as bad as each other. Like, you should see my DMs from women. What they say, like, it's fucking cringy. Like, Back in the day, if I was drinking drugs, it would have been the best thing ever. But <laughs> like a man, like if I fuck a bird, I lose respect. Like I believe every man does because if it's an easy chase to respect. Yeah. Because how can you respect someone who's gave it up so easy yeah. to then not want to do that with somebody else? Mm -hmm. So it just becomes not because I know people who've been married if they've slept with each other, mm -hmm. the first day or the first night. But it's the men's the trust to try and trust her, and if your respect goes, then how can you want to be with that person? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, my dad knocked my mom up pretty quick, so <laughs> so I don't I don't know when they slept together, but I don't think it took that long. Do you believe in like, if a man and a woman loved each other that they would be faithful to each other if they truly loved each other? Because people who cheat, they, they've I think, not. I think men and women. I think if a woman loves a man, she won't cheat. I think a man can love a woman and still cheat. But yet more women, more people who cheat are women now. Yeah, and I think it's because they don't really want to be with their husbands. They don't respect them. And that's why you see so many whales after they get the ring or the kids. So you see women like, okay, um, I, hmm, let me think. Like basically you have the fours, five, sixes, seven sleeping with the top percentage of guys. They sleep with them. That's who they really want to be with. Then they say, okay, I need kids. I need a ring. I need to get this done. So then they, they lower their standards and they think they're better than the guy they're with and they don't really respect him. It's fucking crazy, but I'm not. Yeah, and before that didn't happen because like people dated more intentionally. Even even with the one night stands and like like people getting pregnant when they were teenagers, like they just get married before. How many um, our grandparents got married through shotgun weddings? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? They just were like, oh shit, okay, let's get married and figure it out. My mom and dad, they were married 17, 18. 36 years the yeah. last like, Yeah. And so even like, I don't know, people were just different then. It's a different world. I just think birth control changed the game. It changed the world. And I think there's no going back now. Birth control so bad for it, women as well. Yeah, it's not good. But 
it, yeah, there's no, like, I just think like a lot of times they'll say, let's go back to traditionalism. And I agree, but like the world is what it is now. And you can't, unless you take away birth control, like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're out in the world trying to be successful, trying to build a channel and do things like, mm -hmm. say a man come, in to, come, in, come into your life and uh -huh. wanted you to stay at home mum with the kids and he was out doing his thing to provide. Would you accept that life? And I don't, I don't gotta work. I'll yeah. bet. <laughs> <laughs> I would fucking take that life if a yeah, woman wanted to fucking work. But why do you think people are so against the old traditions I mean, now? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I do love what I do, so I'd hope I could still like do it as like a hobby or whatever. But yeah, yeah if I'm, it's stressful sometimes. <laughs> What's that? Uh, because with obviously the videos that get took down and, and TikTok, we are talking about women being whales and this and that and. Yo, I, I only called her a whale. I called this girl a whale, but she called me a slag first. And I didn't know what that meant when she did it, but I knew I was being insulted. Insulted, yeah. But I do I do call women whales, yeah. Do you think it's hard of, hard of a woman who's heavier uh -huh. to find love or to find a relationship, marriage? Do you want do you wanna do you wanna fuck a three hundred pound girl? Unless <laughs> I was full of drinking drugs, if I'm honest. Wait, what about a girl that's one twenty? Yeah. yeah, see? Yeah. <laughs> but why do you that's get like common sense why do you get shit for that i don't know i the the video that i got the most shit for was i said okay i said if you get fat like i just basically told guys if your girl gets fat you can leave you you can leave that's not fair if you bought her at 120 if you know some of y'all like the big chicks that's fine i'm sure you know you know a couple chubby chasers you know here in the, if if they bought her at 220 Fine, fine. That's what you signed up for. But if he bought you at 220 and now you're 250 or no, like at 120 and now you're 250. I, I mean, I'm saying in pounds. I don't know what that is in, in what do you guys have? KGs or something, whatever. KGs, stolen yeah, pounds. Yeah. But yeah, you can leave. You don't got to put up with that. You should. You should like, and that's, that was the most. And I think they're mad because I'm like telling the guys they're allowed to have standards and. I don't think that's that crazy. You can't gain a hundred pounds in this relationship. Call me, call me crazy. But you say the same for the other. If it was shoe was on other feet, if the man put on weight and the woman. Yeah, I said the same thing, but they were just mad at me for the women. I would think. I think more women would still stay if the dude got fat because, like, again, it's not equal. Like, men are looking for pu pu purity, beauty, youth, where women are looking for protection, protection, provisioning more so i think the equivalent would more be if a, a dude refused to work do you think women fall in love easier or do you think men are more guarded i think if women fall in love easier they wouldn't leave they leave 70 to 80 percent of the time so i think i think that women will fall really hard for one guy but like if you can't m measure up to him like it's really hard for her to like because in her head she's going to be settling for you how long do you think it takes to go over a relationship? I think a girl will literally never get over it if that guy was the best she could do. There's um, people in nursing homes that talk like, okay, Titanic. Why is this old lady talking about this boy she met when she was 17 when she had a whole family with this other dude? Why did so many people resonate with that? Why did so many women resonate with the song The One That Got Away, Katy Perry? like he's the one that got away the one that wrecked my heart i should have never let him go i should have begged him to stay he was the one that got away like women resonate with that 
And like, if you listen, if you listen carefully to the songs that really go viral for women that are like women's music, that that's it's the same story. It's mad that we glorify the Titanic. Obviously, a lot of shit's fiction in it, but she was fucking shagging a guy yeah, I, while she had a man. Like, the notebook. Why not calling her out as a fucking cow? The notebook. She had the man of her dreams yeah. married to the poor bastard, but and he, yeah, she's away sucking he, dick. He, he he didn't measure up to the dude from the past, and so like. Uh, even Rolo Tomasi, like the, he'll talk about how it's not really, it's about the woman's body count, but it's not necessarily about the woman's body count. Like if a girl slept with five dudes and one was Jason Momoa, one was Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> Do you know who those, those guys yeah, are? Yeah, yeah. And then you come in and you could say, like, is she really going to want you? Or like wh whoever it is, right? Girls slept with 15 dudes, 20 dudes, but all of them are at a lower level. It's like, it's easier to like it's more likely like how do i put this with the more guys it's more likely that like one of them is going to be that guy you can't live up to and that that's why body count matters but it's not necessarily about the number it's about like the quality does that make sense and so that's that's the thing like if a girl shoots too high out of her league it's like she can't ever get over it and he's the one that got away why do you think some men, some men are good. A lot of men are good. A lot of women are good. But why do you think when women find a good man, mm -hmm. they do cheat or they do? It's too boring for them. Why the fuck did they do that? Because there's a difference between um, arousal and attraction. And so attraction's like, oh, he's a good dude. He he's there for me. I can bring him around my family. Arousal is like, like he make he makes you horny. And like I just think some guys are attractive, but they're not arousing. For a woman, what do you think the main ingredients? For attraction as an in a man? Um attraction or yeah. arousal? Attraction. Attraction. Hardworking. Um, that's like more of like the provider. So like hardworking, protects, provides. Um, you can bring them around your family type stuff. Good guy. Won't cheat. But like even cheating is arousing to women. And so is like rough sex it's like that's why i had an only a male only fans model like come on my show and that was his his number one request was like grape <laughs> yeah so it's like you're not going to get that from the nice guy and you you kind of have to pick like which do you want because like but then we tell them you can get both in like a christian gray type shit what do you think the only fans men like a lot of gay for pale like men who are straight but willing to suck dick are fuck guys for money but like for me that's deleted for me you're either gay or you're not like for me like i had a guy on uh, it was a bare knuckle fight a good guy man really good guy he was he does gay porn uh -huh. says he's straight he done it for the money and he's a bare knuckle world champion but for me there's got to be some sort of i could never i could if oh no people went mental in the comments for that like he was fucking men and, and all if, that. If you're a dude and you've ever done any bi shit, don't ever tell a girl that because we can't look at you the same. Like, I, I equate that to a girl with a high body count. I would tell the same thing. I'm like, girl, you keep that to yourself. Be like, it's literally the same for women. Like, if we know you, you made out with a dude in a club one time five years ago. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It's cooked. Why do you think OnlyFans is such a turn on for people that people are making fortunes from it? Majority of people. Porn's free. But yet they're willing to spend nine ninety nine oh, a month oh, for I, I, the yeah. women with fucking two kids down the road who's getting their fanny out. Like. Oh, it's because like the one out of three men that are virgins are having had sex in the past year. They're the ones buying. 
and they get like the way OnlyFans works is you get like a more personalized like experience. So you might say, you know, you you get to do be a part of like there's like levels. I I think I I've, I've never seen one, but this is just what I've what I've heard. It's basically like at this level you get to message with me. And I you know, it's probably not even the girl messaging. You know, it's like all guys that are behind this shit. And then they might say like at this level you get it's like you're paying to be intimate with a woman and, and you're paying for like more personalized messaging or media or whatever it is. At this rate you can get dinner with me. And so like the guys feel like they're like they get that interest from a woman that they've never gotten. Do you think men are more easily manipulated? from women because of a bit of fucking like men are so easily aroused like do you think that comes from the porn as well though but for the last 20 30 years like all these free sites where people can watch all this shit and then somebody you're a you're, say you're an engineer and you go to the women's house and you chap the door and she invites you in and mm -hmm. she's like, porn has mentally fucked with people's mind like men are so easy like majority of them are all perverts <laughs> when you fucking break it all down we're all fucking I, I think men have always like I just think but do you know what I mean like, like well, but there's got to be some sort of self-control right because they're talking about holding back your sperm mm -hmm. and it makes you stronger raises your testosterone raises your energy uh -huh. levels like there's so many sacred things from it as well because as men it's giving life mm -hmm. women give life like, mm -hmm. I believe women when rule the world to a certain degree they give birth it's them that mm -hmm. keeps the population going men do their part but it's mm -hmm. the women who mm -hmm. are fully in control from that side like, but for men it's just there's so many different things you can look into from masturbating and mm -hmm. how it dark, darkens your energy and makes you depressed mm -hmm. and rewards the brain if people are sad mm -hmm. you just think they can go and fucking wank off two or three mm -hmm. times, but not realising the extent it eventually has in their brain like, mm -hmm. do you think we're just less educated on all this different shit that we've actually been taught because mm -hmm. I question everything from a kid mm -hmm. and uh, I just think we could be more educated on sexual energy exchange, understanding the brain and mm -hmm. how we think and feel and can we rewire 30, 40 years of fucking misery and, mm -hmm. and lies mm -hmm. if you're on this planet 40 years that, mm -hmm. do you think we're just not educated enough on certain things and that's why suicide's high, relationships are breaking mm -hmm. down, more people are cheating more people are unhappy, mm -hmm. like do you think it's just because we're not educated enough? No, I think I, I, to me it all goes back to birth control. Like that—that's the number one. But I, do you think people were happier before that? Then, um, probably. I think they're probably more fulfilled. I don't know if like happier. Do you um, think you just accepted that life because back then all you had was a house phone. Mm -hmm. You never had Instagram. <laughs> if I fell out with a girl, I can go on Instagram get a girl. <laughs> on tinder you know on facebook i would Twitter. say the top 20 percent of guys are probably pretty happy <laughs> like, yeah. i would say like top 15 <laughs> what they're plus i think drake i feel like he's doing okay <laughs> what is happiness to you i think um <laughs> that's a good question um what's happiness um i mean i think it's a feeling i think life's more about duty than i don't even know how i would define happiness i would just say like how you feel in a given day. So joy, maybe. It's not a 24-7 thing. Like, you've got to work at it to get little bursts. Mm -hmm. Like doing podcasts, I love that. Just speaking to people, interacting, mm -hmm. asking fucking mad questions, talking <laughs> shit. Like, yeah. Because it's interesting. Mm -hmm. Because people who are watching, 
everybody's on their own little journey mm-hmm. and for people to take the time and watch your stuff or watch my stuff like it's a privilege and makes you feel good mm-hmm. little short bursts mm-hmm. but for me it's never enough mm-hmm. I always want more mm-hmm. I always want to keep doing podcasts keep raising the bar and mm-hmm. you'll have little it's fun yeah and it is yeah. fun but again you can forget yourself and that's good that's just when I I forget myself doing these it's like mm-hmm. you become free mm-hmm. because nothing else fucking matters mm-hmm. outside of this mm-hmm. it's once the cameras are off and the lights are out mm-hmm. you then back into this matrix or game whatever it is mm-hmm. even the matrix people say it's a documentary mm-hmm. but the men who made who do, who produced the matrix are both now transgender I've never seen the movie. Yeah, I think it's three or four. <laughs> I've yet. heard a lot about it in the red yeah. pill, but I've I've never actually seen the movie. What do you think life is? Life is. Yeah. Um. I feel like life is just about like people, and like having good relationships with people, and doing things that you like. I feel like life's just like a game. Like it's a lot of games, and <laughs> it's kind of a weird answer. But like, I feel like all the things that like have made me really happy was like playing a game and getting better at a game, whether it's like volleyball or podcasting or even just like traveling the world with my family is kind of a game. Like what, what what can we go see next? Um, And what's always made me feel the happiest is like the relationships I've made along the way, like playing these different games, whether it's, you know, doing stuff as a family or, you know, building something cool. Do you trust men? Do I trust? I would say overall. Yeah. I mean, like, how do I put it? Not all men, right? Like, I mean, being in the position I'm in, sometimes I get some weird messages and it freaks me out a little bit. But the thing about being a woman is like, if you, if I, if I was to walk alone, right, and get attacked, I trust that like, if there was a group of men by me, someone would help me. And I think that's like a privilege of being a woman because if you get beat up, you're kind of shit out of luck as a yeah. dude. But I think as human beings in, in general, we are good people. Uh-huh. Like if there's catastrophes, or bad shit happens, like our natural instinct is to help. Yeah. But like we are good. We're just fucking confused. Like yeah. We just don't know what the fuck is going on. We, can, <laughs> we, we think we've got it together. I thought having a podcast or making documentaries or making a bit of money... Uh-huh. It would be a happier man, but uh-huh. it doesn't really change fuck all. You've still got to keep working on whatever it is you're working on. Yeah, I mean, I think the joy is in the journey. I've I've heard so many speeches where the guy was like talking about the saddest moment of his life was when he accomplished his goal. Because <laughs> yeah. he's like, what now? Like, it's it's fun when you're just chasing something, whether it's you know raising good kids or whether it's finding a wife or you know whatever whatever your thing is. Yeah, you've got to have purpose. Yeah, a purpose to get up and go and get you out in bed in the morning. Yeah, she ain't got purpose. She ain't got shit. Yeah, she's just going to feel sad, worthless, mm-hmm. and that's why I think a lot of people are struggling in life because they don't have any purpose. Mm-hmm. They don't have any get up and go. Mm-hmm. I've got so many things to be thankful for and mm-hmm. grateful for, mm-hmm. but I fucking ain't mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. every morning you, I've, you've got to kind of force yourself. Mm-hmm. And my own personal experiences to get up and go, make mm-hmm. things happen mm-hmm. instead of talking. And because nobody fucking cares. <laughs> and when you break it all that's down, you, you, like, no, no it does. That's so true. Because everyone will talk about what they're going to do, but like how many people go yeah. do it? Because, no, like, because I watched one of your videos is that when you were 15, you had your coach, was it Marcus? Mm-hmm. Kind of, not groomed you, but it was kind of planting seeds in your head and mm-hmm. then at 18 put mm-hmm. it on you. Like, how does that affect you with men 
going older because we've all got an agenda mm-hmm. majority of men just want to fuck girls and move on yeah. that's like the bottom line yeah. that you've got to be honest like how does that then affect you with trying to find a really are you trying to find a relationship a love yeah 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 so does all trauma from the past affect that now um i guess it used to maybe but i just like feel like in life there's always risk and like i can either be scared something bad's gonna happen or i can just go forward assuming good intent and hope for the best and it might not work out but like everything in life is risk um that situation i think it makes me look a little like closer at coaches i would say more than like you know what I'm saying? More than like relationships. Like I, I just look a little, like, I think I'd be a little more cautious when I have like kids and stuff with which men or, I, or women, honestly, because there's a lot of creepy women too that like which adults I allow around my kids, I would say, because it wasn't like I was, I don't know. I just feel like that was a different like context, you know? Uh, but again, like, I had a undercover, undercover pedophile on my podcast. He was uh-huh. a, police officer who went undercover for 20 years to catch pedophiles he pretended to be one to befriend them oh that's so interesting mad i'll send you the link that um powerful but what he says is it's not just a case of them mm-hmm. manipulating the kids first what they do is go on dating websites go on social media manipulate the parents be in a relationship for a year two year and then to shut get to the kids the kids yeah like, shut up so it's not just a case of what going like that man there that like, people it's not like obviously he was with people who needed the fix then mm-hmm. maybe go to the park or they used to smell kids hair or some tried to grab the kids but then he there was other people who would go a year two years three years become that kid's parent manipulate everyone and then, do, and yo, then so yo that is that's why the, that's like why i always say that like single mothers that break up homes because they're not happy or selfish because you're putting like i don't know what the status off the top of my head but you're much more likely to be abused or sexually abused by someone's partner like by like the new partner so like um i don't know i don't think that that is so creepy but i don't know at the same time though a lot of times they'll try to like victimize like even me in that situation it was pretty easy for me to to say no and be like ah i'm good on that like i feel like a lot of times girls try to take accountability when they do say yes to that type of thing because that happens all the time where like some dude like a boss or whatever like hits on a girl and they'll and they'll, they'll go along with it and they'll be like oh i didn't know what i was doing i'm like I think, mm, I don't know. You look at Harvey Weinstein. A lot of girls, men, casting couch, sucking dick, sleeping with these people for, for, to get to higher role, whatever it is. And, and then you're going to try to be a victim later. I'm like, mm. It's questionable. Like, mm. understand he is a creepy bastard. I, I listened to some videos who was trying to get the girl in the room, which is mm. 100% creepy. But a lot of these people then play the victim knew exactly what we're doing to get that extra status or that that extra role and then you know what else girls play the victim for freaking abusive relationships the majority of abusive relationships they're abusing each other so she's hitting too and she's saying oh i was abused for you many girls i've had on my podcast that say i was abused for years or i this happened and so i asked them first of all did you press charges if no why not because i'm like 
if if someone's hitting me, I'm pressing charges. Like, no, Naski, nada. I'll, I'm pressing charges. I will sue you for everything you have. Do not touch me. Like, I swear to God. And and um and then the second thing they'll do is they'll they'll casually, conveniently leave out that they're hitting him too. Like, I'm sorry, equal rights, equal lefts, baby. Like, <laughs> if you swing and he swings back, you were not abused. He's just he's defending himself. And so, like, I don't know. Girls like want to be the victims. I swear to God. But again, I was in. I got. I was in McDonald's mm-hmm. seven, eight years ago. Two girls attacked me, but then I was the one who was charged by pulling hair, kicking, punching. But obviously, I had the CCTV, which I released. Yeah. Because then the fucking newspapers printed that I was a woman beat out of fog. Yeah. This and that. Because two women, they gave a statement against me. Mm-hmm. And I had this easy TV footage what I released and then it's on my Instagram, my YouTube channel. But if I never had that footage, that shit stays with me. Yeah. And then I'm f- I'm not fucked, but... And women are vindictive. Yeah. But They're vindictive. Yeah, they started at two drunken women talking shit. We were waiting for our food and then um, started talking shit, started throwing mm-hmm. abuse mm-hmm. and then attacked me not once, but twice, three times and instigated mm-hmm. it, chasing me. And uh, if I never had that footage and I would have been fucked. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like you look people because that sticks. People mm-hmm. Google your name and it's there. And mm-hmm. like I say, that like, women can like what's both ways. Men are bastards sometimes. Women mm-hmm. are bastards, but they always favour the women. So yeah, as a man, lives, it's yeah. hard. Like even with kids, and I know plenty of fathers who can't see their kids. Mm-hmm. Plenty of girls have made accusations against men. Mm-hmm. That shit sticks with these people for life. There is um, a college student in the U.S. that um, this girl said that that he raped her and um then the footage also came out and she was literally dragging him home from the like like she pulled him in to kiss you know what i'm saying like she was instigating the whole thing and he still got kicked out of college he's still even because she said oh it changed when you got to the room come on come stop it stop there was an nfl player or i think he was at college football level Mm -hmm. um the girl charged him with rape Mm-hmm. he went to prison five years but while he was in prison she admitted that it wasn't mm-hmm. three years later but that time he'd lost his scholarship but that time he'd put on weight mm-hmm. I think a team I don't know if it was the Jets New York Jets tried to give him a start again but he just he'd lost yeah. that and uh, lost his whole fucking career it was a Netflix documentary about it man powerful but words are powerful and the thing is that the majority of the time it is favoured for the girl but again there's always three sides to the story, I believe, both sides, and then there's always the truth. But mm-hmm. this is the society we're in, and people need to be more careful now mm-hmm. because it's a free-for-all. Mm-hmm. There's too much... I don't know, man. Like, if you go to a bar now... For me, it was always easy. I had the gift of the gab. I was a charmer. Mm-hmm. I talked a lot of shit. But for people drinking, there's just too many mistakes. There's too many people talking mm-hmm. shit. You need to be careful now, especially this day and age. Do you think it's more difficult now for women to stay in a stable relationship because their body count is so high? Um, Partially. Um, I think it's harder for women to stay in a stable relationship because we have too many choices. I think it's like the psychology of choice. And we think we have more choices than we do. Because how many, in this day and age, how many guys are actually trying to marry you? Especially with the laws the way they are. Like, come on. Yeah. And so I think, yeah, it's just too many choices. And, and like inflated egos. Like I think girls think they're like hotter than they are. Like, I'm like, do you think filters play a lot of part in that though? 
Oh yeah, they think they're their Instagram filters. Uh, I don't even have time. My I have a sister. She edits all her pictures. I see what I'm like. Okay, <laughs> like because we're the guinea pigs for social media. Mm-hmm. We don't know the effects it's going to have on us in mm-hmm. twenty years, thirty years time. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, you used to have doctors smoking on commercial <laughs> adverts saying it yeah. was good for you like, because our necks are starting to bend our fingers are starting to curl yeah with holding mobile phones and with the information that we're getting i had a man on as well called uh, mo Goddard. okay mo was he invented ai for google oh wow but he was saying ai is going to be one billion times smarter than any human within the next 10 years the information that we're getting on our phone is programming us who we're supposed to be in 10 years Oh, wow. With AI, because it's so, so the shit that we see in their phones, our screens, uh-huh. it's programming us the way we see the world. It's AI, it's in full control. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah, Mo God, that actually look at that, try and get him on. Powerful. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah, but he was all about money, cars, mm-hmm. had like 16 cars, had the big house, mm-hmm. but he lost his son and oh, it changed his outlook in life. Oh, wow. He came away from Google and now he's, he wrote a book. The happiness book, I fuck knows, but mm-hmm. he'd wrote a book and uh, he's all about happiness. Mm-hmm. Try to, mm-hmm. he was chasing the wrong thing in life, mm-hmm. and he was one of the ones that created AI. Wow! And it's going to be it's one. So he, I, I said to him, look, can they then control the world? He says it will control the world, but it won't destroy it because they want to do good. But again, how can you judge that? The world's in control by computers now, and we're in it. Yeah, it's really interesting. I always wonder, like. What the adult world was like before phones. I think about this because I I got my first smartphone in eighth grade. So I still kind of remember the world before phones, but I was like 12, you know, 13. So, you know, I was still pretty young. But I always think about like (laughs) how people don't really like talk to each other anymore on like the trains and like in. um... And I'm pretty friendly. So sometimes like I will I'll just be like start conversation with someone. But it's. It's like rare, you know, to just be like sitting on a train and the person next to you starts talking to you. And I always wonder, like, was that different before phones? Yeah, I think it was. I think we're becoming so. You were were around. I was uh, 16, I think, 16 when phones came out, (laughs) which was fucking over 20 years ago. But for. Well, yeah, but it wasn't a smartphone. Smartphone was probably 10 years, 15 years. Okay, okay. Because I'm like, I'm thinking. But then for a phone, was still. Because. It was still disconnected. The phones came out and then the smartphones, we had the screens, we had Bebo and Facebook. Really? Because I feel like the smartphone is when it switched. Yeah. I just think mobile phones in general. Yeah. Because everybody... You know what it does too? It makes you have a different sense of reality of like the people you talk to. This is my dad because my dad doesn't have any social media. And that's what he always tells me is like, how many people do you really deal with? Like how many people's opinions really matter? He's like, how many people do you actually like talk to in person day to day or on the phone? But social media makes you think you like talk to all these people that you don't. Because comments were really hard when I first started online. And like, I would tell him like the stuff they would say, but he's like, he's like, what what does it matter like you can't change you can't change like any of the things they're saying so it's like whose opinions really matter you only talk to your family you talk to at the time i had a boyfriend so he's like you talk to your boyfriend you talk to this like but social media makes you think you like talk to all these people and know all these people that you really don't yeah what's the worst comment you've had that sticks out ah the worst comment um they used to call me ugly a lot so like i was like yeah, I didn't I didn't really enjoy that, but 
Um, yeah, I would say um, I have mostly good comments now, to be honest. And or I kind of see the archetypes of the people that comment, and I realize like it's either dudes that like <laughs> that like would never get your attention in real life, and they're mad, or it's like girls that are whales <laughs> but you wonder how that is look people are so mad online yeah like, i don't block i block her on people on uh, twitter and that but on instagram and that like it's the same people who comment and you're thinking why are you so angry <laughs> like, i get a lot of positive stuff but it, it's the same people who just talk shit <coughs> and you're thinking why watch my stuff why follow me i'll tell you i had a friend in 20 years that said she couldn't be my friend anymore because of my content no way yeah, apparently she gained a lot of weight. She was mad at me. I was like, I didn't know you got fat. I haven't seen you in a minute. <laughs> like, <laughs> sorry. Is, she, is that done? Friendship done? Yeah, I haven't talked to her since. What do you think of feminism now? I think it ruins women. And it lies. I don't know. Yeah, I, I just think feminism lies to women. Because well, I don't even mind, like... A lot of people in the red pill space are like team traditional all the way. There's one way to do things. I don't necessarily believe that. Like, do I think Oprah, like, should she have prioritized having a family? Yeah. But do I think like she was meant to interview people in her life? Yeah, of course. Like she's great at it. Um, but however, like, I just think life is about choices and trade-offs. And if you want to make a lot of money as a girl just know you'll have to probably date down in terms of income like like because what are you going to do compete for the top half a percent one percent good luck and he's got to be faithful to you and you want to get him at 32 okay like <laughs> like all right good luck like i just don't like that they tell it like tell women you can have everything you can be a you can be a six get a nine like in every movie <laughs> do you think the more successful the man the more likely they are to cheat Oh, yeah, of course. I think the more, it was just with anything. Like, do I think the more opportunity people have to cheat, the more likely they will? Of course. Do I think a beautiful, I think beautiful women are probably more likely to cheat, like top 20% because like they're, they're surround, like all the guys that all the girls want, want them, you know? So I think it's probably both ways. What about going forward for the future? What's your plans? My plans. I want um, I want to build content houses in each city. Um, and I'd like to get married and I'd like to have a family. Come so, on. Yeah, yeah. Do you think when do you think that will happen? Um, I think when I go back to the States is when that's gonna like I think I'm probably gonna go back to the States in like six months to a year. So um that's the thing in London. It's kinda like I, I really see myself having kids in the US, like where my family is. So I feel like, yeah, then that's when I'm going to like start really like taking that more seriously. Because London's in a bad place. You know, you can't even fucking walk about with a nice watch or people are getting robbed, stabbed. But it's dangerous uh, as well. I haven't really had any issues with that. Not, not, not Neither have I, but just if the news is on, I, I try not watching the news or radio, but if I'm in the car, I'll hear about it and I think, yeah. fucking hell, are the videos on TikTok? Yeah. I think somebody tried to smash the guy's Bugatti on a pet, on a motorbike and take his watch. Like, it's quite dangerous here at the moment in London. Like, it's just fucking, it's a, a mad world. It's like Grand Theft Auto in real life. Yeah. Um. I don't, I actually... I actually like London a lot, but I, I fucking love it. Yeah. I just, 
I'm not sure if it's the best place for like a family. <laughs> yeah, big city in it. It's like yeah, New York. Yeah. It's the first city I've lived in. Um, and I think half the reason I love it is because I built a show here and I met a lot of like really good people along the way. But I don't know. I really love my family, so I'd like to be close to them. So see if a man comes into your life, like, do you think it's going to be more difficult for you with all those stats and statistics that you've got to then, because <laughs> you judge more. We don't want to judge. Like we're all we're all judgmental bastards. Um, but do you think you'll you'll look for more signs, red flags, or do you think you just accept your destiny and hopefully um, it works out? I I think you know having a platform in dating comes with like a whole different set of problems. Um, but I honestly think this stuff has made me a little bit more realistic, and I think it's made me. Um, I put it I think it's been helpful to be honest because I think it's kind of like when you accept this is how men are this is how women are and you know I just I think it's been helpful what's the worst dating story you've you've ever heard I mean I've just had some guys that are really pushy and like when I like there's one guy in particular that I just remember like I didn't I told him I didn't want to sleep with him and he just got like <laughs> took it very personal and so I'd say I'm trying to think of anything like that crazy happened. Uh, I mean, I've had an ex-boyfriend like cheat on me before, but, you know, I feel like that happens to everyone at some point. How can people get in contact with you? What's your social media? Um, so my YouTube's just pearly things. Uh, my Instagram's just dot pearly things. Um, my TikToks are just pearly things dot four and just pearly things dot five. What advice would you have for someone who's want to have a healthy relationship? um oh gosh um i think don't fucking do it Anna. <laughs> <laughs> um i mean i just think assume good intention because a lot of times i think like people get really mad at each other be and because they'll be like oh they're just doing this because of this and da da da, da. but like most people are pretty self-centered they're not thinking of you they're thinking of themselves and so like I, I, I found like even just in relationships in life, like if I assume other people have good intentions, like I have better relationships if I give them like the benefit of the doubt. Pero, for coming <laughs> on today, I thoroughly enjoyed that. Wish you all the best <laughs> in the future. I'll leave all the links in the description for people getting contact with you. Good luck with the show. Keep smashing it. And I hope you find love when you get back to America. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Podcast Network.